0: To give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors Podcast. What's going on, everyone? It's episode 52 of the White Cat Outdoors Podcast. And if you have been paying attention to Instagram, then you would know that I am not in town right now. I'm talking to you on the phone, and Nick and Tom are the ones that are
1: actually in studio tonight. That's right. We uh, raided Frank's house and running the podcast without him, and we decided we were going to call him last minute since somebody's putting in some work out there. But it's not just me here. Who else we got in studio over there? You got Tom in the studio tonight. And uh, Frank, why don't you go ahead and tell us why you're not in town?
0: Well, I am down in North Carolina doing some monster buck hunting and... Dad and I came down. He used to take me and DJ down uh, to North Carolina, where we're at years ago, like 15 years ago, was the last time we were down here when we were little kids. Same before. outfitter. What's that? Are you going at the same outfit? Yeah, yeah, same place. Yep. Um. But yeah, he used to bring us down here before we could hunt in PA because PA used to not have the mentor program, and DJ and I weren't old enough to hunt, so he wanted us to get some hunting experience before we could hunt in PA, so he used to bring us down here. Uh, right after Christmas, we would always come down and shoot does and have a good time for a week, and we just decided that maybe we should come back down and you know make a week out of it and have a good time again, and Sam and DJ were both supposed to come, but they ended up not being able to with COVID and everything. Uh, their jobs wouldn't let them come to North Carolina because I guess it's on the no travel list and then the whole state got shut down again this past Friday so they kind of got screwed and weren't able to come down with me and dad so it's just the two of us down here back in our old stomping grounds from I actually shot my first year ever down here
1: Are, are you gonna make it back to the same spot
0: um I honestly I would remember it if I saw it. Like, if I sat down in the same spot, I would remember. But I don't know where it is. Because, like I said, I would think I was nine the last so you're, time you said so it was almost was 15 years ago, 10. I think. Yeah. So I couldn't tell you. Like, if we were driving to a spot, I would be like, Oh, yeah, I remember this. This is the spot where I killed my first deer. Um, so if I was put in the spot, I would remember it. But to like
1: driving to it i would have no idea gotcha gotcha. yeah so i think we had uh foreshadowed to this being our final deer camp series for the past couple weeks um Mm -hmm. and i think we're going out with a bang um i think you have two bangs yeah exactly three bangs (laughs) it was actually yeah yeah there's three bangs (laughs) um but uh i think it's a pretty good way to end it um you had some back-to-back action, um, and I guess that's pretty much where you take it over. You're going to let us know how your hunt went for I think your third Deer Camp Series feature.
0: Well, yeah, I, this uh, is my d- third one. I was really, really hoping that you were going to throw down on some Deer Camp Series, Nick. But well, again, someone else had to pull through yeah, for you. And just had to. Yeah, I, I'll expect like a written thank you in the mail at any time. For okay, it's in the podcast. In the going
1: mail for you. Tom had one thing to say here before we get going I, I I just I don't want to hear just the hunt I want to hear the the whole the camp set up everything about where you're staying your tactics and all the goods yeah so I guess you know set the stage for where you're at you know set the scene yeah absolutely um, so we got down here Sunday
0: evening we drove you know we got up Sunday morning it was actually it was like right afternoon I think we got here one o'clock on Sunday and met with you know we got together with the outfitter who we've known for years obviously and we hang out with him at sports shows and stuff so we just came and we're hanging out bullshitting with him and you know sunday is just kind of like a chill day we we're, weren't hunting the hunt doesn't actually start until monday so we were just hanging out doing whatever driving around with the outfitter just doing whatever just to kill the day and and came back, went to bed Sunday night, got up Monday morning, and basically, we I brought my bow down, but most of their stuff set up for rifle hunting. They have bow stands, but um, they don't really. This time of year, they don't really cater to the bow hunters very much, you know, because they don't really have very many people coming this time of year hunting with a bow. So I'm probably gonna hunt Friday. I'm gonna tell them that I want to sit in a bow stand, so the one the, the story that this is you know this is going to lead to i uh, shot it with a, a rifle but um so the first day what the guy like comes and picks us up and takes us to our spot and they are allowed to bait in north carolina so they, they have a, a lot of different types of setups they have some food plots they have some bait stations that they just you know dump corn piles out they have they hunt on bean fields, yeah. There's the whole area down here is all agriculture. There's beans, cotton, peanuts, everywhere. The whole, you know, there's just thousands and thousands of acres of farmland. And the guy that I'm hunting with, he has 15,000 acres available to him to take people hunting on, and he's got like 250 stand locations that's all over the place. And so we just kind of change it up every day. We don't, you know, hunt the same area every day. We go to different places since he's got so much land that you're never right on top of the same spot over and over again. You're always getting moved around. And and we kind of had some crap weather. We got kind of screwed the first day. It was just real crappy, raining hard all day long. It just wasn't a solid day. And uh, there's a few other people in camp and some people did end up shooting I think one guy shot a doe the first day, the first morning, and that was it. He was the only one that saw any deer because it was just pouring so bad. So that kind of sucked, and the following morning I thought was going to be a really, really hot morning because we had all that rain the day before. There was no movement going on, and then it was supposed to get really cold. It dipped down into the 20s, which is you know really cold for down here in North Carolina. Dip down into the 20s. We had a real heavy frost uh, the second morning, and I was like, "It's about to happen. Like this is perfect." So we go out, get set up, and I was sitting on this big radish field. It's not big. It was probably 100 yards by 200 yards. It was kind of hidden back in the woods a little bit. So I'm sitting on the edge of that. and I'm like, "It's uh, yeah, it, it's over. I'm I'm gonna shoot some deer here. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild." And I sat there all morning till about 10 o'clock and didn't see a deer. Saw a few squirrels, but no deer. I couldn't believe it. You know, I just one of those mornings, you know, that you just feel perfect. As soon as you walk out of the woods, you're like, it's the morning to shoot something. Been there. Yeah, exactly. So, and Dad didn't see anything either. He was... Actually, Dad actually, I forgot, he saw some deer the first morning, but uh, he was one of his employees called him and he was talking on the phone while he was in the tree stand. So he didn't get an opportunity to shoot cause he was too busy on the phone. Yeah. But the second day he, or the second morning, he didn't see anything. And so we came back, had some lunch, hung out a little bit, and we're getting ready to go back out for the evening. And, uh, the guy comes to get us and we were following him. He was putting some other guys in a different spot. And he told us just to pull over on the side of the road and wait for him for a second. And he was going to take us down to our spot. And he was going to drop the other guys off. So we're sitting there waiting. And then a couple minutes later, he pulls back up and starts waving. He's like, hey, Whitey, get in my truck. He's like, this other spot just became available. Because it's a big bean field. It's like a 100-acre field full of beans. And the farmer was going to be picking it that evening, right when we were going out. But he decided, for whatever reason, to not pick it. So they knew it was a hot spot. They've been seeing some nice bucks going out into this field. So he's like, "I kind of got to change the program up here." They were gonna take me and Dad to one spot, and then this other field became available because the guy wasn't picking. So he's like, "All right, we're gonna go set you up over there." And the whole drive over there, he's saying, "You know, this this is the spot. You know, it's gonna happen." Like. There's always deer coming out into this field. There's been a couple really nice bucks coming out. It's it's almost a sure you know, it's as close as you can get to a sure thing, supposedly, you know, you never know obviously, but just one of those spots. So we pull up and I go back to my stand, get set up, and I sit down and it couldn't have been ten minutes. Doe comes walking out into the field. And he was talking about these bucks coming out, and he was saying they usually show up you know, right the last bit of light. And so this doe comes out at 3.30. And I was like, Ha, ah, should I shoot her? And I was kind of going back and forth with myself a little bit. And I ended up saying, well, it's 3.30. i got plenty of time to let the field cool down if actually, I shoot. You actually,
1: you actually uh, texted me for, or actually Snapchatted me about it, them being out there. Yeah
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah I sent I think I sent it to Tom too I sent it to Snapchats you know picture of the deer out in the field saying that yeah I I think I might lay her down and which I ended up doing I was she was about 150 yards out and so I get my I had a real solid rest it was yeah easy shot and I was like I'm gonna try to shoot her in the head just because she's a doe just to no tracking required and so I let a shot ring out and very visibly i did not hit her because she took off running and she ran like 50 yards closer to me and then another deer came running out into the field after i shot i was like okay this is this is weird usually when you shoot you don't see more deer (laughs) it was kind of funny and so she was still standing and she was facing me at this point and and i let second shot go and she folded right up went right down and was toast so I was like sweet what were you using for a rifle yeah were you using my 030 08? it's actually I used that same gun to shoot my first deer down here so same gun very cool yeah it was pretty sweet Um, so she's down out in the beans she's probably about a hundred yards off of the wood line and so I was like, sweet, alright, I'm just going to hang out and texted my dad, said, yeah, you know, I had a deer down, and I texted Nick and he did not believe me. He asked for proof. Cause right, rightfully so. Heard a couple weeks ago on the one podcast that I, I tend to lie about when I shoot deer to Nick. So, uh, he asked for confirmation of this. I was like, well, I'm going to sit out the rest of the evening and hopefully a buck comes, so you won't get any confirmation for a little while. And so I sit there a little bit longer, and it was probably probably close to an hour later. I was just looking around, just kind of scanning the field, you know, not paying too much attention because it was still pretty early. I figured, you know, in the next 15, 20 minutes, it was probably going to start heating up and deer were going to start getting into the field. So I was starting to pay a little bit of attention, and I was kind of like looking down at my feet just – for a minute and I looked up and as soon as I looked up I saw a rack coming out into the field right Mm -hmm. on the edge of the wood line and so as he stepped out of the wood line I right away I knew it was a buck that I was gonna shoot because most of the deer down here not to say that they don't shoot big bucks down here but typically what you're gonna see is a little bit smaller buck than what we're used to back in PA it's and obviously they do have big bucks running around but for the most part they're, you know, decent eight. You know, you can expect to shoot a basket eight point. So when this one stepped out, I could see he was nice and wide, decently tall. I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely getting the hammer. So he's walking out into the field. I throw my gun up, click my safety off, gave him a quick map, stopped, looked right at me, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Squeeze the trigger off. He heel kicked hard, took off with his tail down. And he kind of, like, ran away from me and, like, started veering back towards the woods, and I couldn't, I didn't really get a good bead on where he went into the woods at. So I was like, well, I'm going to wait a minute, just let him expire, because I knew I crushed him, I hit him hard, just by the way he acted. And so I sat there for a minute, and I texted the guy that dropped me off. I was like, hey, you know, I got a buck and a doe. He's like, all right, I'm on my way, I'll be there soon. He's like, climb down, look for blood. So I sit there for a minute, just you know, making sure he's done and start walking out in the field. And it was tough to go to like right where I shot because he's out in the middle of a bean field. There's no There's land no markers landmarks to say, fall, or, yeah, I yeah. shot him right here. So I walk, I just get to the wood line where about where I figured he went in at. And there was some tall grass on the edge. I was like, okay, I'm just going to see a bunch of blood here. I'll just pick up this track right there i can at least find his track where he was running in the mud on the edge and i'll find him no problem so i walked down the field and i walked probably 300 yards i'm like okay there's no way he went this far because you know, just looking at looking back at the stand i was like okay I, he went he didn't go this far so i turned around and i walked back didn't find any tracks didn't find any blood i was like starting to question a little bit and I texted Tom because Tom was asking because I said that I shot a buck and he's like you know pictures what's going on and I was like I'm, I'm having trouble finding blood here I don't know where he's at <laughs> so I'm walking I was like okay I'm going to turn around walk back one more time just to try to find something and as I'm walking I got to a point and I'm thinking to myself it had to be right in here where he entered the woods And I turned my head and looked to the side and 30 yards in the woods, I could see his rack sticking up. And so I walked over and sent Nick a picture to confirm that I had shot something. So he knew I wasn't lying and drug him out, got him out, took a few pictures in the field, got him back and got his skin off. It was, it was a heck of a hunt. That's the first time since my first PA hunt when I was 12 years old, that I've killed two deer in one sit. So it was pretty cool.
1: I, I can say I've never done that.
0: No, oh, neither have I. Yeah, it, it's pretty neat. And when I sent Snapchats out after I shot the dough, I texted uh, you know Nick and Tom, and I sent one to Jeremiah. And everyone was like, double down, smoke another one. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely the plan. So I'm glad the plan panned out. And I told the guy that dropped me off as soon as he showed up, um, we were talking because he was talking that stand up like you know, there's deer coming out, there's nice bucks coming out. Yeah, you and actually I,
1: texted me about that, saying this guy really talked this stand up.
0: Yeah, I was, I'm, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, hopefully it pans out. And I said that to him. I was like, well, you you definitely weren't lying. This this was definitely the hot spot. I'm glad you brought me here.
1: <laughs> so it's nice when a plan comes together.
0: Now, exactly. And you got I a mean. few
1: more tags down there, correct?
0: Yeah, we actually get. Uh, it's two bucks and four doe tags but you can only shoot two deer in a day so if I you go out your in the morning man. and I shoot two does <laughs> I can't go out and hunt the evening and shoot a buck because you're only allowed two per day you could shoot a buck and a doe two bucks, two does doesn't matter it's just only two in one day
1: and there's no rules on shooting doe before bucks or anything like some states
0: no yeah I know I think Maryland and like Virginia have laws like that like if you shoot a buck you have to shoot one or two does before you can shoot another buck it's not like that here in North Carolina you can shoot whatever you want as long as it's not over two in a day you can only shoot two in a day
1: gotcha now I heard rumor of a kind of a unique mount with this buck has that been confirmed yet
0: I haven't decided yet I'm I'm still kind of torn I've been going back and forth as soon as I shot it because I've been thinking about doing that mount, it's like a pack frame mount, just like with the head and then this whole cape just wrapped up like it. if like you were packing it. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw a picture of it on Instagram, I was like, oh, that's a super unique mount. I'd really like to do that with a deer. And so I've been going back and forth. I haven't decided yet if I want to do it with this deer. It's definitely a candidate. I was sitting there looking at it after we got the hide off of it. It was just sitting there, the whole cape and the head was sitting there on the floor. I looked at Dad and I was like, you think I should do that mount with it? And He's like, you know, that's not a bad idea because it's nice and wide and decently tall. It's a good looking buck to do it with. I think it would look really sharp but I still have not come to my final conclusion yet.
1: Well, if you don't do that, then what's your other option? I'll just do a Euro with it. I would just do the back mount yeah yeah is that what you do <laughs> yeah i mean if, yeah because it's not my money very easy for me yeah. to like, do the back mount um if not that buck frank which one you know exactly i i do think frank it's a really good top contender for that because i mean it's for for you i mean there's a lot of people um that would probably mount that deer um, but i know you've got some pretty good bucks under your belt um, and it's not mm-hmm. doesn't quite make the cut for a shoulder mount. Um, but I feel like it almost deserves a little bit more than a Euro, um, based on, I mean, even just like the memory behind it, you know, 15 years later, you're back where you killed your first deer, um, you know, with that outfitter all over again, it's a great buck, you know, two in a day. I think it might be a really cool mount to do for, like you said, like the hard frame mount
0: yeah and that's like the biggest reason why i kind of want to do that is because of the whole memory behind it you know and for down here in north carolina it's a hell of a buck it's
1: probably everybody would shoulder mount it down there
0: oh yeah for sure and so as i'm thinking about it you know to put it into perspective it's not like i wouldn't mount that deer if i had shot it in pa but being that it's a huge deer—I shouldn't say huge, but it's a really nice deer for down here in North Carolina, where we're hunting. And the memory behind it, with like you said, being back here 15 years later, I think it—it it definitely deserves a little bit more than a euro. But I, like I said, I'm still not 100% there yet. But I feel like I'm gonna have a hard time not doing that pack frame mount. Six
1: months I, from I now, you won't even miss that money that you spent on it. Well, <laughs> yeah,
0: you're right. Pure pressure every day. Said,
1: yeah. Peer pressure is going to set in for me and Tom. He'll do it. It'll be, yeah, uh, I'm
0: sure you guys aren't going to shut up about it until I take it over to Emma's.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'll give her um, some good practice too because I know it's not it's not something that you know a taxidermist does all the time, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: it's a super unique mount, and that's why I like it so much because when you go into anybody's house, they got six shoulder mounts of whitetails, but you never really see a lot of versatility with, white tail mount yeah and and i think it's still
1: it's still a respectful way to present the animal as well um like it's not gory or anything i think it's i don't know i think it looks it's a really sharp uh way to do it in my opinion yeah definitely so what's uh what's the plan for the rest of the week i know you said you might be breaking the bow out um yeah, tomorrow, actually, th-
0: today kind of sucked again, and we had some really shitty weather again. It was pouring, it was freezing rain this morning, and it really came down hard this evening. I did end up seeing a few deer. I saw seven does this evening, but nothing that I wanted to shoot. Uh, I could have shot, but I just decided not to. Um, but since we had such shitty weather today, it's supposed to cool off and be frosty tomorrow. I think tomorrow is going to be a really good day to hunt. And then Friday is supposed to be another really nice day. It's supposed to be kind of cool and sunny. So we got two days left of the hunt, and I think they're going to be the best two days to hunt. I think it's going to really, really be good stuff, and we're going to see a lot of deer here coming up the next couple days.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I'm probably – I'm going to talk to the owner of the outfit tomorrow and tell him that I want to do some bow hunt Friday so he can – juice me up with a bow spot instead of taking me to a rifle spot.
1: And then, are you? When is Friday your last day, or do you guys hunt on Saturday, or just traveling?
0: No, we'll just travel Saturday. We'll, uh, we'll probably get up Saturday morning, and if we have any deer to clean up, we'll probably just clean up deer uh, Friday night or between hunts tomorrow and Friday because we've uh, got the hide off them and we just have them hanging right now. So we're, we'll probably get them, the ones that are dead now, we'll get them cleaned up tomorrow and Friday. And then if we shoot anything like Friday night, we'll get up early Saturday, get them cleaned up and taken care of, get them in bags. And then we'll head up and we'll be driving home and we'll be back home Saturday night.
1: Just in time for baking cookies on Sunday.
0: Exactly. That And We actually, when uh, we were first planning the cookie baking Sunday, your mom came up and asked, she's like, hey, when do you get back from North Carolina? And I started looking at my calendar. and I was like, I get back this day, you know, Saturday, the, was it the 18th or something? And she's like, okay, sounds good. Cookie bacon, Sunday the 19th. I was like, all right then. <laughs> I guess that's what we're
1: doing. So I got a, just a quick question. You know, you said you're gonna be cutting them up and putting them in bags and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, What's your guys' equipment down there for processing your deer? And how do you plan on getting it back um, driving from North Carolina all the way up to Erie, PA.
0: Uh, well they have like a huge walk-in cooler, uh, that, cause you know they do this all the time obviously. So, they have a huge walk-in cooler where you can hang your deer, you can, if you wanted, you could part it out that night. They will actually clean your deer completely for, it's like a $30 charge, they'll take care of it for you, but me and dad like doing it so we take care of it ourselves. Um, so we'll just, we have it scun and just hanging whole right now. We'll get it quartered up and debone everything and get it in bags. And then they have freezers, uh, like just a couple of chest freezers that you can put your stuff in. So we'll get it all frozen, the stuff that we cut up tomorrow. And we'll just throw it in coolers for the drive home. And if we kill anything Friday night, it obviously won't be frozen. But There's, it'll be yeah. cool because, you know, the weather's cool and it'll, we'll have it in a cooler overnight and then you can just pack it, it on the, the bottom frozen what's that just pack
1: it on the bottom underneath the frozen stuff and yeah it'll exactly. be just fine yeah yeah i was just curious how you were transporting that much meat i mean because you mm-hmm. know you got two right now you know you got a couple more days and plus your dad so you very well could have a few coolers full of meat um, by saturday
0: yeah yeah exactly and we brought down a couple of you know, decent-sized coolers, so we'll have plenty of room to throw all the meat in. We won't be
1: pushed or pressed for space at all. I'm sure you'll be down at the house next week. We'll be doing some grinding, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll have plenty to grind. So. Well, yeah. is there uh, any final remarks you want to leave us with? Uh, I know that we'll we'll wrap up the rest of your hunt on another episode. Um, yeah, I'm sure but... we'll
0: touch on the rest of the next couple of yeah, days I in the next podcast, but... But no, uh, that's that's about it. Just uh, slaying monster bucks down here. i know, I'd actually invited when Nick and or when DJ and Sam found out they couldn't go. I asked, uh, you guys if you wanted to come down. But you kind of didn't ask me. I'm pretty sure I asked. I know. I know, know, no. I was, I know like... you asked
1: me, but me and Tom had just finished. Uh, we were did our out of state hunt, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, and I just couldn't get off work that short of notice again. Um, yeah. But it sounds like it's been a lot, lot of fun, and maybe something for the future. I gotta tell my boss I don't want to work. Oh, it's a blast, dude!
0: I would totally come back here again. They're Uh, they're really good people down here. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I gotta just tell my boss I don't want to work as much anymore.
0: Maybe go to. (laughs) They usually take that pretty well.
1: Yeah, maybe tell him I want to work part time. You know, eight months out of the year. Yeah. And ask for a raise. Yeah. I think he'll go for it. He might. You know, he might just appreciate the uh, the the honesty. honesty. Yeah. Yeah. But. Sometimes that's all it takes. Just got to ask. Yeah. Well, this was fun, Frank. It's kind of nice when you're not up in the bush. We can just call you in so you're back here on, on yeah, the Yeah, it's kind of
0: convenient being in cell service.
1: Yeah. So, well, we, uh, I know it you're. It
0: definitely is weird calling into your
1: own podcast. It's yeah, I'm sure it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. You're like kind of like a guest, but you're not. I mean, we're in your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we appreciate you uh taking some time out of your evening at hunting camp i know how much fun camp can be um but uh we will let you get back to whatever you're doing
0: and yeah uh, i gotta get i gotta eat some dinner yet i guess i just walked in from uh the evening hunt when yeah i was just going through real quick taking my hunting clothes off and then you guys called so i gotta get some pudding in my body and take a shower and then i'll probably be going mm, to bed a shower. You gotta get me <laughs> give me one of those. Give me one of
1: those. All right, Frank. Thanks again. Um, since you're kind of our guest, I uh, I'll uh, let you close this one out. Since you're the one doing all the hunting lately. Yeah,
0: I've definitely been doing plenty of hunting, and it's unfortunate that I I got to bring it up again. Uh, that Nick's still, and he's not gonna get on a deer camp series. But
1: we got we can plenty do of time. like a special edition if 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 Nick. I mean, this is a big if. Big it's year. one in late season we could bring it back just 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 a, for just fun just a episode. bonus deer camp series maybe nick's yeah. gonna have to start grinding uh got a brand new muzzleloader uh from tommy that uh hoping to bark this weekend so
0: oh man well hopefully you make that happen and you know everybody else that's out there listening if you want to get a deer like hopefully nick does you got to make sure you're getting outside